I haven't been able to share anything up until now. It's been really intense. There's been a lot of soul searching and questions and realizations. I felt really apologetic realizing how explosive I can be. with myself for lots of things for the way I've dealt with lots of things in the past and lots of things recently I'm full of regret and sadness and confusion realize that I get fixated on things and I can't seem to shake it. I remember thinking that of a friend of mine that she used to make decisions and she'd always follow them through and she'd follow them through even if she even if she looked like she changed her mind she She'd said it, and so she, she obviously felt like she had to. And I used to always find that really strange, but then I think I realised I've been doing the same recently. I think I've been living my life really independently and selfishly. I guess maybe inauthentically because I don't know what it is I'm trying to achieve I don't know who it is I've been trying to prove myself to these are all questions that have been coming up for me whilst I'm here and whilst we've been doing the work and My emotions have been really high. Which is good because I think it means I'm processing lots of things. We've um <clears throat> so we've had really t- we've had two sessions, two really intense sessions, and today has been a our first day off. But we are all exhausted. I've been sleeping on and off. Everyone's been sleeping on and off, actually. It's just our bodies, minds, everything is just completely exhausted. Uh, We've got one more intense session tomorrow. And I'm hoping that I'm going to find some answers to these questions that I have. 
and some clarity on the things that I'm worrying about. And maybe maybe some direction that I need to go in. I think if anything today, I've actually been thinking about the life I'm living and and whether I am whether I'm enjoying it. I think there's a big part of me that does enjoy it, but there's also another really big part of me that finds it exhausting and testing and I think that there's there's got to be more balance I think I said this before with the with the spinning of the plates you know finding balance in in it somehow the biggest thing that's come up for me whilst I'm here is what does grace want Does, what does what do I actually want without being influenced by uh, other people's ideas, beliefs, feelings, rather than taking them on board and and then applying them to my life or my decisions? So what do I actually want? And I think if I can get to a point where I know what it is, then I won't be as influenced. I'm so tearful. I'm so tired. I could really do with a hug. And that's funny considering I used to never like being hugged. (laughs) People would put their arms around me and my arms would stay down by my side. (laughs) I just really want to be the best version of myself. And I don't feel like I am or have been. And I hate that in the chaos of my mind... And in their self-sabotaging behaviour, like, I managed to hurt so many people. You know, and not even directly hurt people, indirectly hurt people, because... Her families and friends and... Of those that I'm affecting, and I'm sorry... I don't mean to be the tornado that I have been. I haven't meant to get people caught up in my mess, my depression. And I recognise that, you know, some people just want to help. And I've struggled to let them in. And then it leaves me wondering what it could have been like if I had of now. But at the time I... At the time I didn't feel like I wanted to rely on anyone else.
say, if I only had myself, then I'm the only one to blame. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, the only person responsible. And it's annoying because... Because I might not know what it was like. What it would have been like. I can't believe I'm having feelings of regret. I can't believe I've been so explosive. This is not who I want to be. Anyway. I'm really tired. I've said this already. Really tired. So emotional. Got one more session tomorrow and um and I'll touch base again. Good morning. It's a new day. It's the last full day of the retreat. We've got one more session tonight. Um they've been really intense. I know it was really emotional yesterday. Um whether I choose to put that one in or not, I don't know. But I've definitely had a lot of questions coming up and a lot of feelings. And I think something that I just feel like I need to say is, you know, depression is horrible. Anyone who has been depressed, anyone who has watched someone that they love fall down into a deep depression you're going to know what I'm talking about. And for anyone who hasn't, I know it's really difficult to comprehend actually how someone's mind can get completely taken away from them in a way that they can't, they can't see clearly anymore. And that's certainly what I've experienced recently is that not, just not being able to see clearly and not being able to hear or understand what people around me are saying you know, to help me. And because I feel like I can be and I am so fiercely independent, you know, when I'm struggling as it is, I reject that help really harshly. And, and I, you know, I don't need it. I don't want it. I can do this myself mentality. And actually, what I feel like I should have done is, is, is for once, for the first time in my life, is actually lean on someone else and say, yeah, like, help help take some of this weight off of me help me with this burden and so the problem with that with not letting someone help you is that you end up getting really frustrated with with them and they're not doing anything wrong and that's certainly the case for me and uh and my ex is is I was so cross with him because he's getting frustrated, understandably, because he wants to be able to help and I'm pushing him away. And, you know, even even after saying I wanted to leave, you know, I responded really badly to that. I've just told I've just told the person who wants to care for me and look after me and do whatever it takes and no, I don't want your help and no, I don't even want to be with you. That no wonder he got to a point where he said, Fine then, don't be here. You know, I want to be able to give you this. If you don't want it, what are you doing here? And, I, and again, you know, having so much darkness around me, 
I've responded really badly. I acted really badly and I'm aware of that. And I know that with the other things that came about, you know, in those, in those few weeks afterwards, it just was dealt with so badly and it didn't need to, it didn't need to get that out of hand, but being so emotional and so frustrated and in such a dark place that you get desperate, you get absolutely desperate. And I needed, I needed something. I just didn't know what it was I needed. And and I think for me, I felt like expressing myself in a way that was completely unnecessary and trying to get, trying to be built up, you know, trying to get confidence off of other people or trying to get positiveness off of other people, you know, it comes across as attention-seeking. And it really wasn't my intention to be attention-seeking. It was, I think, the intention behind it was more that I... I I did I guess I did want attention I wanted positive attention but I didn't mean to do that to the detriment of other people and I certainly you know I certainly never meant to pull anyone down there with me that's unfair um that's un- particularly unfair on people who whose intentions were, were maybe better than that yeah were definitely better than that um but if you've never been in it or if you've never seen anyone go through it, it is difficult to understand and it is difficult to comprehend. And one of the things that has been said to me recently was it was as if I locked myself in a glass box and would not let anyone in to help. And so that meant that they just had to sit there and watch and they felt powerless particularly when all they wanted to do was was help prop me up and I never really thought about it like that before even with Ross you know he's watched me get get down into these deep places and and do exactly the same thing you know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result and uh and that's 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 what I've done that's what I've been doing and the last few days here has has shown me that I need to change something needs to change and the only person that is capable of doing that is me and not saying you know that that I need to do everything by myself but that that it would be okay for me to ask for help from other people and and not feel like I owe them I think this is the other thing that I get really worked up about is the thought that okay so if if they help me what do I have to do in return? <laughs> That's one of the dogs here. If you just heard the uh, big splash, their ball fell in the pool. Um, yeah, this... I got, <laughs> got distracted. It's difficult. It's, it's really, really difficult to not feel like you're going to owe someone something. And it's particularly difficult when I have felt as depressed as I have, when I have felt as low as I have, completely flawed, to to the thought that at any point that person could turn around and say, right, I need you now. I need you to do this for me because I helped you. And for me to be as paralysed, you know, as, as I have been and and someone require 
more from me when I'm unable to give. And then I, you know, then I'd have feelings of guilt and, and shame and, you know, it would be unfair. So a lot of the things that I think I need to address when I get back is, um, is the way I'm living my life, the speed of which I live my life, the fairness of other people in my life, how fair I am to them. Yeah, my mum and I had a, uh, had a few, few plus years where we didn't speak to each other. And I'm great, grateful that we are at a point now that we get on so well. And, you know, she's been really supportive during everything. And I'm upset that we lost so much time and I'm upset that I hurt her so much. I think something that I've learned in this as well is actually... I have similarities to my mum in the sense that, you know, we put on this really hard exterior sometimes and we pretend like things don't bother us or we act like things don't bother us when secretly, deep down, we're hurting a lot. And uh, it's, it's difficult to... It's difficult to be vulnerable anyway at the best of times. It's, it's even it's even harder when you know when you have to admit that you've done things wrong you know it's so much easier to point the finger at someone else and say well you did this you did that and uh actually sometimes you know one finger out and three fingers back yeah you may have done this but look what I did yeah I think I'm just dribbling thoughts but I thought I should say something after knowing how tired and emotional I was yesterday. So last, last one tonight, uh, say tonight, it's actually going to be uh, this afternoon. Um, and you know, I'm hoping it's going to bring some clarity to a lot of the thoughts that I've had. I've written down loads of thoughts, loads of questions, you know, loads of things that I feel like I need to look into more, uh, explore more. And that's something that you know, whilst in this space, I can explore and hopefully be shown, you know, what it is I'm, what it is I'm looking for. And if it comes to it and I'm not shown anything, then, you know, I've still got this list of questions that I can work on myself and with the help of others, uh, friends, family, professionals, you know, whoever wants to be in my life so I'm back in England um, my flight was delayed so uh, I ended up getting back at about one o'clock this morning um, I was also a bit confused as to where I was going so I ended up actually just staying at the gym uh, with a six o'clock start this morning it just seemed like the the best thing to do um, but what was actually quite nice about that is it just gave me a chance to sort of spend a bit more time with my thoughts and process a little bit more. I didn't sleep great because of because of everything that's that's come up for me in the last few days and because of how much I've been thinking and feeling and being unsure about decisions that I've made and 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 actually 
how I've managed to get to this point in my life that I'm in right now. Um, I haven't had a chance to sit down and read the notes on notes that I've wrote after the last five days, but the last session for me was really bizarre. Um, and I've spoken to a few clients about it this morning. It's been, it's been really interesting actually seeing people's responses because it's, it is really difficult to explain what exactly it is that I have done and what the effects of what I've done is. Um, so just in case you haven't heard an earlier podcast, um, I've gone on this retreat where we've had three sessions um, under the influence of ayahuasca ayahuasca is a medicine it helps sort of clear clear away your um frontal thoughts and brings in some of your subconscious thoughts instead um brings to light maybe um things that have happened in the past that maybe you haven't dealt with very well um and there's lot there's lots of really small things there was nothing major that came up for me there was just lots of small things that did um And I'm still getting my head around a couple of them because I was only, I only sort of relived parts of it and I can't remember some of the other parts of it. The main thing for me in the last session was uh, wanting to have clarity. I mean, one of the things I know I mentioned in one of the previous episodes here that I don't know what I'm doing this for. You know, I don't know who I'm living my life for. I don't know what I'm trying to prove and I don't know who I'm trying to prove it to. And that has actually become really, that that feeling has become really strong um, that I've, I am the person responsible for my life. I am the person who has decided, the you know, who's te- made the decisions to get to where I am now and yet I feel like I've been doing it for someone else the whole time and trying to prove myself uh, this whole time. And um, it's really difficult to admit that I have found that, that whilst I love my job, I really do love it. And I love what I have created, Fuel Fitness, the space, the people, everything about it. I've, I've been on both ends of, of success with this business now in that. I've been doing it. I've I've ran it with five, four other people, um, and and I've also been running it by myself. And this running it by myself is is exhausting. It's at, there's no other word for it. It's absolutely exhausting, and I don't know what it is that I've been trying to hold on to, and I and I also don't know what it is that I've been trying to prove by continuing to work six days a week, morning, noon and night, you know, being a personal trainer, I, I do tend to be busier in the mornings or the evenings. I do get dead time during the day. And that's the time where, um, you know, I can go and get my nails done or get my lashes done or, or see friends. And I'm lucky that I have that balance, but otherwise my whole life and everything about it is, 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 is work even when even when I'm on a day where I am going back in I'm constantly clock watching I've got to go back in in four hours I've got to go back in in three hours and actually it it really takes the enjoyment away 
from my day. And it also, I know that it also has a knock-on effect for people around me. Um, so if one thing that I heard and really heard and really listened to was that I really need to slow down. I can't maintain this the speed of which I'm living my life or the intensity that I'm living it because this is my life and what's the point what's the point in doing so much all the time to have it ultimately affect relationships around me or make me not able to to live it to go and do things that that you know become part of the enjoyment factor of life um and it's something I really, I've, I've heard other people say to me before, but being the child that I am, I'm, you know, don't tell me what to do. And, um, and I know they've always said it from a point of caring, but, I, but I've always felt like I've had to. I've always really felt like I haven't had a choice, that if I wanted, you know, if I wanted to live a slow, slower-paced life, I wouldn't have set up my business and I wouldn't be where I am now. And actually, I... I mean, it sounds absolutely ridiculous that it's taken me this point to get to. That I am in control of what I do. I mean, it's just so stupid. But it's up to me if I want to go back to work. I can say no. I've got a daughter who I share with, with, you know, with her father, and I and I only get to see her a couple of nights a week. You know, the other couple, she's, she's with him, and, and, yeah, I've been living life like, like I did before when when Ross and I were together. That she's with her dad, I'll go to work, and that's, that's not what I want to do anymore. And I'm not saying I don't want to do my job because I do and I feel really good at it most of the time and I really enjoy it most of the time but I've definitely felt like I just need to slow down now. I've been doing it for 12 years. I've been busting a gut. And the main reason I think I have been doing that is is for... uh, financial reasons has been a really big one for me um I I wanted to make sure that I had the kind of life where I could do anything buy anything afford anything go on holiday and all of those things and yet I I can do those things and I and I can feel bad for it yeah I work really hard and it and I have to you know I want to take time off go on holiday and I feel guilt that I'm letting people down I feel bad that I'm not that I'm not going to be in for a week And this month, having booked the time away in Spain and then time away in Portugal and then more time away in in Spain again, that I've realised I can if I want to because it's my business and it's up to me. Um, A few months ago, I was in talks with someone about taking my business online and having both elements running and at the time it didn't feel right I I already felt like I was over committed I was doing everything by myself and I and I couldn't add another string to my bow 
but now having given back unit one in a few weeks and continuing with things under one roof um that that's actually an option that I'm going to explore again because I realized that by doing that that's going to give me even more flexibility again and I think I really think that's what I need right now is to is to prioritize things differently is to have a bit more perspective over what's around me and not quite so much about what I, f- what I feel like I should be doing. You know, should is, should is such a funny word because, you know, you, you could do something, but should, you know, you, you don't have to. It's on you. It's on anyone who's listening to this. It's up to you what you do with your life. It's completely and utterly your choice. And most people aren't going to mind. So that's, that's my number one thing that I've taken away from it. Um, I've already expressed my upset about my explosiveness and my sadness. And I have explained to a few people the heartbreak that I'm feeling. And the best friend that I'm missing. (laughs) And, you know, the... The visions that came to me in that last ceremony, I saw things that I didn't, I didn't expect to see. And it wasn't so much about the past, it was more about the future. It was really bizarre. And, and really real and really, really strange. I'm still trying to process a lot of what it is. And, and, uh, Yeah, I'm going to continue to take the steps towards slowing down and I'm going to continue to process a lot of the things that has happened. I know I am really aware of how vague I'm being with with my with my experiences and and I won't be so vague when I think I can understand them more myself, you know, when I when I can talk about it and not feel quite so emotional about it I don't know because I'm not sure I can't understand what it is that's upsetting me quite so much about about some of it I yeah I uh I had visions of uh, I heard and felt that hard pounding of toddler's feet, you know, around me. And and at a, like a toddler was running around me. And, and when you're under this influence, you know, you are, you're laying down and you're, um, you're, I mean, I personally felt completely paralysed. And it's, and it's really odd because you can only take in you, you know you're taking in what's what's going on around you in your mind but around you and and I could hear these toddlers 
footsteps running around and these giggles and and whatever else and I know this this just sounds so bizarre and to people who were there with me like it's not bizarre (laughs) but to you lot who may be listening to this and don't quite understand but it was a small it was a small boy it was a toddler and who was running around me and ran up to me and mommy and I don't have a son (laughs) I have a daughter she's not a toddler you know, I, it's really strange because of the type of conversations that I've had and, yeah, just bizarre. Again, I, I am aware I've been vague. I wanted to just finish off this episode uh, so I could put put it out. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm now in my next uh, house for for a small while. Um, freestanding bath if anyone loses me I will most likely be sitting in there Um, so I'm just going to slow down breathe be more mindful meditate and I will come back with another episode when I have further thoughts Uh, anyone has any questions uh, feel free to message me or uh, find me on instagram grace campbell underscore pt or feel fitness underscore pt Um, have a great week everyone